Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $500 risk-free sports bet by downloading the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning today. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to get a $500 risk-free bet from us at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you in part by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you in part by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. Over $30,000 up for grabs over the season. Go to OddsCrowd.com to sign up. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close? If not, pull the outright upset. Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reeves. Oh, here we go. I've been waiting, waiting for the start of the NFL season. It is about to be here. Hope you are doing well wherever you are. We've got a couple of weekends of college football in the books, and now the National Football League gets underway, including my B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S, Go Bucks the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers that will be in action on this three dog Thursday as we release the podcast against the Dallas Cowboys. So much to talk about, about the NFL and whether or not new England's going to be any good without Tom Brady, what's happening without drew Brees in new Orleans is Aaron Rodgers and all that drama in green Bay settled or not. And by the way, green Bay and new Orleans play each other this weekend, marquee games, Kansas city, Cleveland playoff matchup uh, rematch. Uh, on the opening weekend, you've got the uh, the Rams hosting the Bears for Sunday night football. Monday night, fans in, in not only in Los Angeles for the Bears and Rams, but fans as well. Monday night for the Raiders and the Ravens. So much to talk about. So many underdogs to get to. We're excited to do this. Again, however you found this show, through a social media link, through the Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com etc. Subscribe. A lot of you already finding us on Three Dog Thursday through the SGPN network and through the social media link. The best way to get this show when it comes out on Thursday is to be subscribed. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Go find us uh, also on Megaphone, uh, Stitcher, wherever. Search Three Dog Thursday. We're here talking underdogs all the way through the football season, all the way through the college football playoff, all the way through the Super Bowl. Nothing but underdog conversation, primarily underdog conversation. We get great guests on, but we love the less thought of. We love the team that everybody disregards, the team that usually is the road team that is coming in and trying to get it done. That's what we do for college football 
and the NFL. Who better to help me with this? I love this man's insight. I get uh, I get the privilege of having him here and there this football season. The wisdom of the guy that operates MajorWager.com, also senior handicapper, VegasInsider.com. Happy start to the NFL season. Happy weekend number three of the college football season to Brian Edwards, who is back with us here on Three Dog Thursday, the podcast. How you feeling, brothers? We've begun to learn some things in the college game, and now the NFL cranks up. Oh, man, feeling good. Thanks for having me. Uh, did you get down on Kyle Pitts to win Rookie of the Year yet? Uh, you, were telling me, you were telling me and everybody else to be on that back in the spring after they drafted him. And uh, so you got your last chance before the games begin, before the Atlanta Falcons begin and everything begins uh, for this year. You're taking him over Trevor Lawrence of, uh, of the Jaguars fame or Zach Wilson with the Jets or any other rookie. Najee Davenport might be interesting for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you're still riding high with your, your Falcons. By the way, Buccaneers open with the Cowboys. Buccaneers week two with someone's Falcons at home. We will have some conversation, I think, about that at a later date. Uh, Ten and a well. half is the early number. Woo! Yeah, that is early. All right, before we get to the NFL, lots of college football. We've begun to learn some things. We talked to you in advance of weekend zero back a couple of weeks ago. Now we've had two weeks to watch some things. Just uh, real quick, we saw some, some amazing college football. Um, Ohio State looked good last Thursday night. Track meet with Wisconsin. Alabama my Lord, to lose Mac Jones, to lose Davenport, to lose Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, and two of the offensive linemen, and still just dump truck Miami with all new guys in the opening game. That was impressive. Low-scoring slugfest won by Georgia over Clemson. Great Sunday night game. I know you're anti-Florida State, so you loved it that Florida State had their heart stomped, uh, ripped out and stomped by Notre Dame in overtime in what was a great game. A lot of great college football, Brian, to get us pumped up and get us rolling. Yeah, the, the FSU Notre Dame game was probably the best game of the week. And I thought that moral victory with the standing O despite the L was real cute. And uh, I thought <laughs> that, you know, Alabama is just wash, rinse, repeat. And I did have them in the first half last week, but I, I hate that I didn't have it as my biggest bet of the weekend. Like I had Alabama in the first half as my biggest bet of the weekend, like eight weekends last year. And I'll be back to that, at least in their SEC games. I don't need we're playing Mercer, an FCS team this week, so I don't know that it, they might not even have a first quarter line on that, and they won't even have a line until Friday. Um, first half is the main one I'm looking for. But uh, they are just as lethal. Bryce Young looks every bit as good as all the ones before him. They look nasty. I, I don't know that I was really impressed with anybody last week except for Alabama. Now you got to give Georgia's defense major kudos, but the reason why I wasn't quite as bullish on Georgia than most in the preseason was because I wasn't drinking the JT Daniels Kool-Aid. And in fairness to him, he is missing a lot of his weapons. But that was another reason why I wasn't drinking his Kool-Aid because they're missing a lot of personnel. Um, they hoping it, they're hoping to get Dominic Blaylock and Domin Darnell Washington back soon. But it doesn't appear they're, they're not getting George Pickens back soon. Um, and they uh, are so telling if they get Eric Gilbert back. Um Yes. So uh, what else was there last week? No, there's there's plenty from last week. We can keep going on and on, including sure. uh, some of the other matchups like Penn State 
and Wisconsin that played a scoreless first half, by the way, at Madison. Uh, Oklahoma was good against Tulane. Oklahoma preseason Big 12 favorite. All the controversy that they and Texas are leaving for the SEC, but Tulane came roaring back on them, on the Sooners. So just a lot of fun to watch all of this. I, I, I again want to come back to, you talked about Georgia not having weapons for JT Daniels. I mean, Alabama has none of the weapons back, including the signal caller. Bryce Young barely played last year. I mean, I am not on Nick Saban's PR team at Alabama, or, or nor does he need me. But this is just amazing that they don't even miss a beat and still look lethal on what is a good Miami team. That Miami team may not be great, but that Miami team's not going to be a two- or three-win team. And they ragdolled them in the first half with new guys, Brian. It's getting to the point where this is probably the most dynastic college football, you know, run of my lifetime. I mean, I know USC under Carroll had a good one. I know that, you know, the Hurricanes won five natties in a, you know, what, like a 20-year stretch. But this is this is the best that I've seen. I mean, I don't know how it compares to, like, Rockney and Notre Dame and all that. But, uh, but we'll <laughs> my lifetime, it's pretty uh, – <laughs> It's pretty freaking nasty. I'm about oh. sick of it, but at least I'll let it win me money a lot of times. Yeah, well, they, they continue to rock along, uh, do they, in Tuscaloosa. So, in any event, we have a lot to cover, and let's get right into the underdogs because that's what we do here for college football. Give me one that you like right away that jumps off the board weekend number three and why, Brian Edwards. Well, I grabbed some UAB at plus 27 on Sunday night. It's down to 24 and a half, but I, I still think you're in – in good shape and, and just kind of the same aforementioned stuff uh, with, you know, Georgia, Georgia missing personnel. Now their defense is obviously, you know, terrific. Um, but uh, that's a lot of points. And uh, under Kirby, they're 11 and 16 against the spread uh, as a home favorite. And this UAB team, uh, has been really good for a number of years now. They've won Conference USA. Well, they won Conference USA last year. They won it in 2018. I'm not sure if they won. Oh, wait, here. Yeah, I can look at the Conference USA title game. They won it in 18 last year, and then they lost to FAU in the title game in 2019. That's correct. And their defense gave up 21.4 points per game last year. They dealt a bagel, albeit to a FCS school last week, Jacksonville State. That was a Wednesday night game, so they've had a little extra rest. They were able to chill out in the air conditioning Saturday night and watch their this week's opponent play against Clemson. And um, I'm sure that their defense was licking their chops because uh, they brought nine starters back again from that defense that was pretty good last year. And uh, it's just a lot of points for Georgia with their offense not – clicking and missing personnel. Now, you know, if they get three turnovers that, you know, set them up with short fields, we might be in trouble, but uh, I'll risk a little bit to, to find out if George is going to get that offense going. I'll, I'll go with Bill Clark, the well-coached team with a good defense and a veteran quarterback uh, who I was watching the first half of the UAB game last week. He threw a couple of nice deep balls. Unfortunately, a couple of scrubs dropped them. And that, uh, but they still uh, covered in the first half for me. Tyler Johnston is that quarterback, and I actually worked those yeah. Conference USA title games in 2018 and 2019, where they won at Middle Tennessee State in the title, then they lost to Lane Kiffin and FAU. Lane Kiffin's final game, they got blown away 
uh, by Florida Atlantic. But they've been in the title game three years in a row. He's built a solid program. You believe they will hang in in Georgia. I am going uh, to stay in the SEC, and this is an SEC home underdog. And you know I am a Memphis guy. I have no allegiance to the Big Orange, to Tennessee in Knoxville. But Josh Heupel's team getting points with Pitt. I, I know both teams won last week. Uh, Tennessee winning over Bowling Green. They've got Joe Milton the third as their quarterback. He ran for a couple of scores, threw for one in the second half. I know Tennessee kind of undermanned, but I'm, I'm playing up the home field advantage, the crowd in Knoxville. Tennessee has not been 2-0 and since Butch Jones 2017. It has been a little bit since they've been 2-0. and uh, Pitt, the last two times last season that they were a road favorite, went 1-1, one and one, a loss to Boston College and a win in the second go-around in the second game that I don't have right in front of me in the ACC. So it's been a rare thing for Pitt to be on the road as a favorite. I just like Tennessee here. I don't know how good they're going to be ultimately, Brian, but I like them in this spot Saturday early uh, with uh, with Pitt. And, and again, Heupel, new coach, the NCAA is looming, but they might get some fun out of a September game with the Pitt Panthers. Yeah, we'll see. I, uh, I'm not uh, enthralled with uh, Joe Milton or, or Kenny Pickett for Pitt. I mean, Pickett plays pretty good every now and then, but he seems like he uh, turns it over too much, 39 to 25 career uh, TDI and T ratio. Um, I don't feel like I can trust either team i wish you good luck with the balls <laughs> balls did run the ball well last week on bowling green for whatever it's worth we'll see what the big orange can do in that one brian edwards senior handicapper vegas insider at vegas b edwards on social media love his inside give me another college underdog while we have you here on three dog thursday sir yeah let's go eastern michigan uh my guys my side squad if you will uh, Chris Creighton's EMU Eagles. You don't need to do any homework when they're uh, big time underdogs. You just back them. That's all. It's not complicated. Why? Because they're 19 and two against the spread in their last 21 as road underdogs, and they're catching 26 at Wisconsin. And they brought back all 11 starters on defense. They brought back nine starters on offense. They only lost. Uh, six Letterman, and um, they are plus 26 at Camp Randall. It is a letdown scenario for the Badgers. Uh, well, perhaps it's also, I guess, a bounce back uh, situation after that tough loss. But, um, and they're going into an open date. Well, that doesn't really matter. But look, Eastern Michigan, Michigan's catching a lot of points. What do you do when they catch a lot of points? You play them. Also, now granted, these teams aren't on Wisconsin's level, but 2019 at Illinois, Eastern Michigan wins outright. 2018 at Purdue, 16.5-point dog. Eastern Michigan wins outright. Plus five at Rutgers, 2017. Eastern Michigan wins outright. They're 3-0 and in their last three against the Big Ten. All right, that is a Saturday night game at Camp Randall after the game again last week was nothing, nothing at the half and Wisconsin had trouble scoring on Penn state. And you were even saying to me, you've got a, you've got a bonus that you might like for college football for one more underdog. I wanted to try to get an NFL underdog, but give me a quickie. Give me a quick pooch here for a third underdog. Those are your two ones that you really liked uh, that you shot out first there with UAB and with Eastern Michigan. What's the third one in college? 
Yeah, Buffalo beat – granted, I don't know if Wagner's any good or not, but they beat them 69-7. to seven. Uh, Buffalo went 6-1 and one last year, and they are catching 13.5 or 14 at Nebraska. And we saw Nebraska uh, in week one against Illinois, and then we saw Illinois get beat at home by UTSA, which is actually a, a, a decent team with Sincere McCormick, who was one – I think he led the nation – uh, in rushing last year, Nebraska uh, beat FCS uh, Fordham uh, last week. But as a home favorite, they are one. Uh, well, they covered last week, so that they will be. They're two and five against the spread. Their last seven uh, as home favorites are 23, 31 and one against the spread as home favorites over the last decade. And uh, I'll fade Scott Frost with the Bulls. Mm-mm-mm. And we'll see if Nebraska, before they get into the meat of the Big Ten schedule, can get anything going there. You obviously don't think that they will. Again, lots of NFL conversation upcoming. You know uh, my Buccaneers taking on the Cowboys, who are getting a lot of points in this one. Do you have an NFL underdog that stands out to you for this weekend? I know we're releasing the podcast on Thursday. we got a little time to look at injury reports, et cetera. One that, that you're leaning towards for the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Uh... But I'm going to give it to you on two conditions. It's the Steelers. Um, the line is six and a half right now, meaning you could buy the half point to the key number of seven. But my two conditions are one, it's got to be plus seven. Now I'm okay if you got to pay a minus 120 price to buy the half point. And two, TJ Watt has to get signed because Stefan Tuitt is out. And TJ Watt, he's ready to go. He's been in camp. He's just kind of holding out here the last week or so um, to get the contract. And I think he probably will get the contract. But if he doesn't, he's not going to play. And uh, without Stefan Tuitt and um, and without T.J. Watt, I'm not betting against Josh Allen. I mean, Josh, Josh Allen, obviously, very for his head. Well, very true. And Josh Allen uh, came on strong last year. This is the home opener with fans in Buffalo. Again, for a lot of these NFL teams, they did not have any fans a year ago. And they, the pent-up uh, the crowd will be ready for the upcoming matchup here with the, uh, with the Bills and the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, by the way, midweek, trumpeting that J.J. Watt should get the new deal. You may be listening to us on Three Dog Thursday as the weekend progresses, and you either know he got the contract while holding out or they're still playing standoff until Sunday or maybe later uh, with the young defensive linemen. So we will find out if that is the case. So that's the one game that you would like uh, the best. Again, there's so many other fascinating games uh, for Sunday, including that Kansas City-Cleveland playoff rematch as well, the Sunday night game in L.A., the, the Monday night game in Las Vegas. We're anxious to see all of it. We're anxious to get more information out of Brian Edwards through uh, MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. Plug away for all of your stuff for this weekend and how we find you, Brian. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, TJ. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Vegas uh, B Edwards. You can find all my picks at VegasInsider.com uh, and BrianEdwardsSports.com, and you can uh, check out my content at MajorWager.com, and you can check out me on Tuesdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the A to Z Sports uh, Pick Show. Uh, follow the uh, Twitter at A2TOZ Sports. Love Brian all retweet. of that. 
Love all of that. You can catch him on Friday for this weekend as we release on Thursday. And always love getting to break bread figuratively with Brian Edwards. Good luck with the underdogs in college, including the lean in the NFL as well. We'll talk to you again soon. Uh, happy football for September. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We will roll on on Three Dog Thursday. The No Huddle, the debut of the Three Dog Thursday No Huddle is coming up as well as you hang around with us. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You've got exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all the favorite teams, the players, the sports. We've got the NFL starting up soon. Uh, Major League Baseball is ongoing. You've got the golf. You've got the MMA. Uh, Pretty soon the NBA will be back. The NHL will be back. College football and more. Great promos, odds and payouts from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need with WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today. Get a special offer. Get a risk-free $500 bet from us at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network by just downloading and using our promo code SGPN. Download the WinBet app. Visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to find out more right now. If you're ready to play, if you're ready to win, they're the premier sports betting experience. Download, bet, and win with WinBet. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. And the football season is ready to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. Because with PropSwap, your bet doesn't have to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, Trey Lance of the 49ers opened up at 300-1 to to win the MVP this year, and he has already been bet down to 75 to 1 after that preseason performance just last weekend. That means if you bet 100 bucks on Trey Lance back in May, you could sell that ticket on PropSwap right now for $400, a 300% return before the season ever begins. Think of PropSwap like the stock market, but for sports betting. Buy low, sell high. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 a month just by listing and selling tickets. And when making your bets, remember, go for two. Make two tickets on the same team. You can sell one for a profit and leave one for yourself for skin in the game. Again, your bet doesn't necessarily have to win. It just has to improve. Think of it like the stock market. Get started today at PropSwap.com. Download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. And we're brought to you in part by Odds Crowd. If you haven't already downloaded Odds Crowd's app, you're missing out. The free roll fantasy contest is taking place on Odds Crowd this year. Ten grand for the best NFL better and sides are included this year. Also, a weekly $100 SGPN exclusive contest just for people that have the SGPN app downloaded. There's over $30,000 in cash prizes up for grabs across both the season-long and weekly contests for the NFL and college football. And the boys here at SGPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us as well. Here's how it works. Once you get in the contest, you track your bets against the real odds and the lines, much like you do with any pick-tricking app. 
the most profitable players will rise up on the leaderboard, and if you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, then you win. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app for sports bettors. It's free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And we're brought to you in part by PicksWise, the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, the how, and the why behind every prediction. For every game, every day, and every sport, all for free, visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But you've got the opportunity here with PicksWise to get their favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast, it's fun, it's easy, and it all starts with prize picks. You pick two of the five players that day, decide if they'll go under or over their stat projection, and then you find out if you win. The more players you pick, the more that you can win. You can win up to 10 times your money with the prize picks, and that's the way to play. Use the promo code SGP. You'll get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Again, SGP is the promo code with PicksWise for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. It's PicksWise promo code SGP. And we're brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Turn your picks into real cash with Prize Picks. Here's why it's going to be your favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast, it's easy, and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide will they go over or under their stat projection for that day. The more players you pick, the more you can win. In fact, you can win up to 10 times your money. Prize Picks is the only way to play. And use the promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match bonus up to $100. That's the Prize Pick app, our promo code SGP. And we're brought to you in part by Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if you've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks, I know, you think, what's the catch? But when you find out more and look into their service, it all makes sense. That's because there isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. That means they're cutting out the retail stores. There's no crazy overhead cost that they pass down to the customers in the form of mystery fees. No, Mint just passes on sweet savings directly to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers a premium wireless for $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. Keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile will cover you with their 7-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile. Get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. A new wireless plan, 15 bucks a month, and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. That's mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content 
from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. We do come back in once more. Again, we love the underdog in college football and the NFL. We've already begun to understand some things, at least initially here in college football with another weekend coming. I am so looking forward to being part of that Iowa-Iowa State game, which, again, both of those teams in the top ten. Looking forward to seeing Brock Purdy in person, the quarterback of Iowa State in Ames. We'll have the call on Compass Media Network. Steve Berline, the former Cowboy, the former Carolina Panther, the former Notre Dame quarterback. He and I, all over the country, Compass Media Networks. Look for an over-the-air affiliate. Go to compassmedianetworks.com to find out more about how you can listen online. That one at 4.30 Eastern Time, 3.30 in the Central Time Zone in Iowa. Adjust your time zone accordingly. Can't wait to report back on how Iowa looks after they were so great last week. Uh, Again, because I'm working that game, I'm not going to have an opinion one way or the other. But uh, upcoming in a couple of moments, we're going to have our no huddle uh, debut of the no huddle here on Three Dog Thursday with three different uh, host slash analyst giving you underdog picks, and I'll give you a, a, a taste already. One of them likes Iowa, so stand by for why that uh, prognosticator likes the Hawkeyes in the no huddle that's coming up. So I'm anxious to be there for that game. Again, I've already given you one college underdog from me here on Three Dog Thursday. That's the Tennessee Volunteers home doggy with the Pitt Panthers. I go all the way back to the days of Johnny Majors, who won the national championship. I know this is the dark ages now for the millennials, for the 30-year-olds and the sub-30-year-olds. Johnny Majors won the national title in 1976 for who? For the Pitt Panthers. Tony Dorsett was his star running back. He left the next year to go where? To the Tennessee Volunteers and brought them into prominence in the SEC. Never brought them uh, really into national championship prominence. Phil Fulmer eventually won a national title with T. Martin at Tennessee, but Majors brought him into relevance. And then Majors ended up later on going back to Pitt one more time and coaching. So it's Pitt. At Tennessee, Neyland Stadium, Knoxville, just something says to me that the Vols will win the game outright and I will take the points on Three Dog Thursday. I'm going to move forward to the National Football League for an underdog on Sunday and an early game uh, that is very attractive to me. I know it's a short underdog. The Washington football team playing the L.A. Chargers. So much hype around Justin Herbert, his second year in the Chargers. Uh, Washington played well down the stretch of the season, somehow won the NFC least had quarterback issues, obviously, with Dwayne Haskins, uh, and they've now booted him. They've brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzmagic is there to be their quarterback in Washington, at least to start the year. Washington, the short underdog at either one and a half or one point, playing at FedEx Field. Early start for the Chargers. I like Ron Rivera's team here with that defense, with Chase Young on the defensive line. Uh, I believe Washington will run it a little bit. Antonio Gibson, my former Memphis Tiger, running the ball. I just, I like Washington. And there's also a report, too, by the way, that Austin Eckler may not play in this game. The running back for the Chargers still bothered by a hamstring injury that he had a year ago, and he's still bothered by it. Um, I'll take the Washington football team as a short underdog here in the NFL. I got no allegiance to the former Redskins here, the hail to the former Redskins, but I am taking them on Three Dog Thursday for the opening NFL weekend. 
With all of that being said, let's debut it. Let's get to it. A little music, please, here. And and time for something different in the form of rapid fire and no huddle. Quick, rapid fire. Who's got an underdog? Maybe college, maybe the NFL. In this case, because the NFL is debuting, maybe both. And who better to kick off the no huddle? A guy that I would want uh, to run the no huddle is T.C. Martin. Five days a week on the air in Las Vegas. TCMartinShow.com. TCMartinShow.com. Brother man, how are you? Welcome to the no huddle. And let's rapid fire. Give me a college underdog and why. Boom. Blue 42. Set. Hut, hut, hut. Here we go, T.J. Reeves. Flank out right. No, 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 no. To the right, T.J. Reeves. Not left. You know the difference. Okay, fine. Let's go college football baby we are gonna go you're gonna love this baby we're gonna go to a rematch from 2018 the cheese it bowl that's right cal and tcu are getting it on this week both have one game under their belt but uh different scenarios cal played uh, nevada last week cal was rolling in the first half offense did whatever they wanted to do what happened in the second half i have no idea but i know this my friend that Cal is seeking revenge from that cheese at bowl in 2018. Chase Garbers, their quarterback, was a freshman. He's a senior now, has 25 starts under his belt. Same thing with the running back situation. And Cal is getting 11 and a half against the Horn Frogs. Who can hear about this? They played Duquesne, and Duquesne says, We are non competitive. Wind the clock. We had a high school running clock last week. So TCU not prepared for what Cal is going to bring him. Take Cal plus 11 and a half. Love that Saturday afternoon game in Fort Worth. A road doggy from TC to the NFL. You have the buffet in front of you. No huddle, three dog Thursday. NFL underdog TC Martin. We are going here, my friend. We're going to the Death Star. We're going to Monday night. That's right. I'm saying it. It's the Raiders plus four and a half against the Ravens. We know that the Raiders are pumped up, fired up, revved up. They're going to have 65,000 screaming maniacs. Mark Davis in the house. They have been waiting for this for two years, my friend, and they're going to get it coming on Monday night. We go back to last year on Monday Night Football. We saw what the Raiders did to Drew Brees and the Saints. Look for them to do it to the Baltimore Ravens as well, too. The reason why I like the Raiders in this game is because of Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley knows how to defend Lamar Jackson. And we go back to the playoff game, going back three years ago, Gus Bradley and his Chargers, they defeated the Baltimore Ravens and held Lamar Jackson in check. He's faced him twice in his career. Raiders going to be a little bit improved on the defensive side of the ball, but really more of the play here is on the Raiders offense. They've been rolling in training camp, looked pretty good in, in the exhibition season. Take the Raiders four and a half at home, Monday night football in the first official game with fans in the stands at Allegiant Stadium. If it happens in Las Vegas, this man is all about it. The unelected mayor, T.C. Martin. The T.C. Martin Show is on five days a week on the air in Vegas. You hear him anywhere, tcmartinshow.com. Good luck with the Cal Bears and the Vegas Raiders on the No Huddle Underdogs. Thank you, brother. You got it. And we continue on the No Huddle of Three Dog Thursday Pick. Something new with the NFL starting. Jason Powers of the Powers on Sports Podcast is hanging with me. All right, it is No Huddle time. Let's see if you can complete that quick out and get back up to the line of scrimmage. Give me a college football underdog, Jason Powers. Go. Like your buddy Brian Edwards says, I like my UAB Blazers getting 25 and a half at Georgia. I think Georgia wins the game, but they've had some COVID issues coming off a very physical game with Clemson. UAB is always a sneaky, sneaky, tricky underdog, and 
I think 25 and a half is too many in Athens between the hedges. And I should mention, Jason, a former kicker at UAB, slants to UAB. But again, this team was in the Conference USA title game three straight times, including last year's victory over Marshall. So they're not a slouch and they're getting a lot of points. I like that on the no huddle underdog picks and NFL underdog pick Jason Powers on the no huddle. Somehow the New York Giants at home are getting three points against the Denver Broncos. You got a questionable quarterback situation for Denver with Teddy Bridgewater and company. I like what Joe Judge is doing in New York. Saquon Barkley's supposed to play. I like the Giants at home getting three against the Denver Broncos late Sunday afternoon at MetLife. We have always loved the home doggies here on this program. I love being on with you. I'm on the Powers on Sports podcast talking a lot of Buccaneers uh, prior to the game with the Cowboys. Depending on when you're hearing us, you already know what happened with Bucks and Cowboys and the opener to the season but we cover a lot of nfl games this weekend a, a lot of different talk on powers on sports plug away absolutely check us out powers on sports podcast tj Rees is a frequent guest we have coaches we're actually gonna have a coaches uh, an nfl coaches wife segment coming up in the next couple of weeks we talk all things college football pro football whatever's going on in the sports world that week we're talking it on the powers on sports podcast come and find us Yep, find it anywhere that you have podcasts. And again, he's on UAB, and he's on the New York Giants Sunday on the Three Dog Thursday No Huddle. Jason Powers, well done. Thank you. Thank you, TJ. Anytime, my man. Continuing in our No Huddle here on Three Dog Thursday from the Jones Report, my man Tyler Jones coming to you from the heartland of America. Are you psyched and amped for weekend three of the college football and the NFL here and the No Huddle? Are you ready? TJ, big week here in the heartland as you have Iowa and Iowa State, the Cyhawks showdown, and the biggest one yet between these two teams as they're both in the top 10. And you look at Iowa State last week, a close one against Northern Iowa. Meanwhile, the Hawkeyes dominated against a top 20 team in Indiana here. Matt Campbell, the head coach at Iowa State, has never beaten Iowa since he's been head coach there. I like the Cyclones to win outright, but three and a half, a little bit too much for me. I think that Iowa can cover and make this a tight ball game. Going to be low scoring, but Iowa covers that three and a half margin. Meanwhile, in the National Football League, as much as I love my Kansas City Chiefs, this week taking on the Cleveland Browns, I think you're going to have a high scoring affair. This game going to be in the 30s both sides, but I would be surprised if Kansas City wins this game more than six of where that line is at. I think Cleveland can keep it within three or four and make this uh, a game that comes down to who has the ball last, essentially. I like the Browns to cover, but the Chiefs to ultimately win outright. So I know that it's tough to be picking teams to cover but not win, but you know what? I'm going to go against the grain this week and uh, give me Iowa to cover as well as the Cleveland Browns. That's why you are you. He is Tyler Jones. It is the Jones Report, the podcast. Follow him at Tyler Jones Live on Twitter and on Instagram. I appreciate you popping in on the no huddle going Iowa Hawkeyes and Cleveland Browns. Thank you, Tyler. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thanks, TJ. Love my guys with the no huddle rapid fire again. TC Martin, Jason Powers, and Tyler Jones all have their own shows and podcasts. TC Martin Powers on Sports Podcast, 
the Jones Report for Tyler Jones. Go find all of their shows, find their podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Love the insight. Again, I'm on with Jason on an extended interview about the Bucks cowboys game for Thursday night as we release the podcast. Again, if you're listening later in the weekend, you already know what did or didn't happen as the Buccaneers unveiled the Super Bowl flag, the banner, and celebrated being defending Super Bowl champions one last time before the season started. What did the Cowboys look like? How did Dak Prescott look? You know those answers. I don't know those answers as we're releasing Three Dog Thursday on Thursday. But we do keep it relevant for the weekend. And you heard some NFL picks. How about Jason Powers going strong with the New York Giants as a home doggy uh, right off the bat in a late matchup against the Denver Broncos Sunday afternoon. Uh, that one at MetLife Stadium. T.C. Martin liking the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football. Tyler Jones, who's a Chiefs guy from the Kansas City market, uh, thinks the Chiefs will win but will not cover against the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go with one more NFL underdog before we're out of here on Three Dog Thursday. And that one will be the New Orleans Saints, the displaced Saints after the horrors of Hurricane Ida, the destruction, the flooding, uh, the wind damage to that entire state. New Orleans uh, spared mostly uh, by this, not, not to the extent of what we saw with Hurricane Katrina. Now, obviously, it's 15 years later. They've reinforced the levees around Lake Pontchartrain and, and with all of the flooding and New Orleans being uh, you know, several dozen feet below sea level. It could have been disastrous with how close Hurricane Ida was coming in, but a lot of that's been reinforced. But there are towns that were obliterated in south-central Louisiana. Uh, There are tens of thousands still two weeks later now without power that may not have power the rest of the month of September. So death, destruction, and the New Orleans Saints had to evacuate, go to Dallas, uh, relocate to Fort Worth, Texas, where they've been working out. They'll now play this opening game in Jacksonville. That was the Saints' choice with the NFL approval. It had to be in an NFL stadium. They couldn't play in Dallas because of a concert that's coming Tuesday night. And the Cowboys obviously were scheduled to be away on the road against the Buccaneers. And the concert promotion, the the organizers with the concert, got custody of AT&T Stadium as of Sunday. So you can't play the game on Sunday. So they had to look for another locale. The Houston Texans are playing at home. Uh, to the south of where the Saints have been working out against Jacksonville on the weekend. The Tennessee Titans are at home in Nashville in proximity in the region. So if you were going for a stadium, you were trying to figure out where can we go and still play on Sunday with Fox wanting to keep that game as a 425 Eastern time game. How are we going to get that done? How are we going to get it accomplished? Couldn't play in Atlanta because they're hosting the Eagles. So it ends up being Jacksonville because the Jaguars are in Houston. New Orleans home away from home game. Yes, there will be Packers fans there that will make the trek down to Jacksonville and buy tickets. How many Saints fans? I don't know, but I think Sean Payton circles the wagons. Jameis Winston at quarterback, Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Uh, they don't have Michael Thomas, but I also know Green Bay has had an offseason of distraction, and Aaron Rodgers is still lethal, but uh, the Packers could be vulnerable in this opening game with the Saints, who I think will have a chip on their shoulder, and I will think I, I will take the points because I think New Orleans is going to win this game outright. So I'll take the four and a half for the Saints opening as a neutral site doggy. This is not a true home game for them, even though it will technically count as their home game. It's not as egregious as what happened after Hurricane Katrina, where the Saints opened on the road in a true road game and beat Carolina, and then their home game was a game at East Rutherford at the old Meadowland Stadium against the Giants. They called it a a Saints home game, even though it was all Giants fans in the stands. In this case, it's a true neutral site game. Yes, there will be a lot of Packer fans, maybe some Saints fans in Jacksonville, maybe just some NFL fans that are coming on the discounted tickets for this matchup. But I will take New Orleans 
to win this on the weekend for my other underdogs. So I coupled the Tennessee Volunteers along with the Washington football team and the New Orleans Saints against Jacksonville for the three underdogs that I have for this week. All right, uh, that will do it for this edition of Three Dog Thursday. All the way back at the beginning of the podcast, thanks to uh, Brian Edwards uh, from MajorWager.com, Vegas Insider Senior Handicapper. He is going to be on the show periodically giving out the underdogs. Had a lot of college uh, doggies. And again, he's got the stipulations on the Steelers underdog play at Buffalo, provided that T.J. Watt is playing, and he really likes that number at seven. Brian is very particular. He always calls it the key number. Number of seven, not just six and a half or six. He wants it at seven for the Steelers uh, with TJ Watt in the lineup against Buffalo. So we'll see how he does with his uh, underdogs. And again, thanks to TC, to Jason, and to Tyler with the no huddle underdogs as well. Kind of rapid fire from those guys and their shows. Let's see how the underdogs do this coming week. We gave you UCLA as an outright winner last week in college football over LSU. I also had uh, the other underdog play, the Fresno State Bulldogs, hanging in with Oregon. They actually had the lead in the second half, easily covering with that 21-point line. So I was two for three last week. Let's see if I can follow it up two for three or three for three on Three Dog Thursday for this week. My thanks also to Sean Green, Ryan Kraber, Colby Dan, everybody with the college uh, coverage and the NFL coverage on the Sports Gambling Podcast, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, their network of shows. They do a great job helping promote us socially and elsewhere. We love the partnership with them. As always, subscribe to this podcast. You'll get it automatically as it releases on Thursday mornings, Three Dog Thursday. If you are following on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you're subscribing elsewhere, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Attic, uh, on and on, subscribe, and it comes automatically to you. And we already saw a huge uh, increase in audience by the thousands. Uh, a couple thousand more of you found it last week from week one. Keep it up. Subscribe and keep it up and spread the word. Follow us at 3 Dog Thursday on Twitter for more information here. I look forward to the Bucks and the Cowboys. Again, as you listen to us later on in the weekend on 3 Dog Thursday, you already know that result. I got Bucks and Cowboys Thursday night for the defending world champs, Tom Brady and company, in that matchup with the Cowboys. Then I'll be in Iowa for Iowa and Iowa State. I look forward to talking about that game in the recap mode uh, next week. Two top 10 teams. Uh, what does my man Colby Dant call it? Farmageddon for the Cyhawk Trophy, the Cyclone Hawkeye Trophy. Iowa State and Iowa in Ames Saturday afternoon. Catch me on Compass Media Networks nationally over the air. Steve Berline and I have the call 4 o'clock pregame, 4.30 Eastern time, special kickoff time for that game Saturday from Ames, Iowa. Excited about all of that. Excited to be back with you in this uh, NFL and college football season. Happy NFL season as we live through the weekend. And that Sunday night game, Rams-Bears, the Monday night game with the Raiders and the Ravens. T.C. Martin in Vegas loves the Raiders as a dog. Wolf, wolf. We'll see what happens. For now, we are done. Thank you for being with me. Again, we're back next week talking underdogs in college and NFL football right here on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.